Welcome back to the Mindset for Mums podcast. In this episode number five, Mindset for Success, 13 questions to reshape your reality. I'll be talking about 13 mindset shifting questions, how to reframe limiting beliefs, and three successful traits millionaires have. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello, beautiful mamas. I hope you're having a fabulous day wherever you are in this world. And it's actually super crazy because I wasn't going to do this episode today. Um, And then I was listening to this masterclass by Alina and her Instagram is at Aligned Habits. Um, Go follow her if you don't already. And she talks a lot about mindset and manifestation, same as me. Um, And as I was listening to her, to her Facebook live that she was doing, I started realizing that I need to like follow through with what I tell myself. And that's a huge thing with um, a, a successful mindset is like honoring yourself and honoring your word, even if, like, even if you go to tell somebody that you're going to do something, like, always honor it. But not only that, like, also honoring the words that you have to yourself. Because when you honor yourself and, like, what you say to yourself, if you say you're going to do something and then you do it, like, even though nobody else will even know that you didn't do it, it's only you that'll know. But that's what builds trust in yourself. And then, as you grow that trust within yourself, then you start feeling more confident and like being able to do the things that you say you're going to do. And then you can make these quantum leaps and manifesting and like creating the life that you love is like, you've had that foundation. You have that trust. So, okay. So side note. Yeah. So I wasn't feeling good and, uh, I had all these excuses lined up. And then when she said that, I was like, okay, you know what? Even if nobody else knows this, like I need to honor my own word. So here we are. So today's topic is mindset for success. And I also want to touch on the three successful traits of super successful people. So we're going to go through 13 mindset shifting questions, and I'm going to Um, I'm going to tell you all the questions and if you're driving, obviously like you can put it on repeat, um, to actually write down the questions. Um, but if you are at home or something and baby sleeping or, um, you know, you're laying in bed and you've got your journal out, then I highly recommend you grab a piece of paper and a pen for this because we're really going to be asking you some, some questions that'll really get you thinking. And, for, for me, along my journey, I found that like, especially shifting my mindset, when I started answering the harder questions and the questions that really made an impact and like reframed the way that I was thinking, then things just started lining up for me better. And like, I was moving closer and closer towards, towards my goals. And I did accomplish a lot of the goals along the way. So these questions are really, really great. And especially if you have older children, like even asking them these questions is really fabulous to really see where their mindset's at and like to give them that boost and give them that, um, that start, that head start of like a successful mindset, because these are the questions that need to be asked. Honestly, like everybody should go through these questions in their life and going through the questions like multiple times a year, like, cause your goals are always going to change and like, you know, you're going to learn new things and you're going to be around different people all the time. So like just coming back to these questions and really reflecting because the more that you reflect on your life, the more that you will gain knowledge and the more that you can um, become the next level version of yourself. So a huge topic for successful minded people is they focus on the possibility because what happens is, um, as we grow up from zero, uh, from zero to seven, we're now getting conditioned to whatever either our parents say or do or think, or the people that are around us the most, like we are basically like an open cup and whatever they say, like word for word, whatever they're saying, it's going into that cup. 
And then what's happening is we're framing our world based on everything that was put into our cup because we don't have the ability at that age to sort through um, and like accept or reject different ideas or different um, information that's coming in. Whereas as we get older, we're now allowed to, we're able to either accept or reject certain information. And since our subconscious mind when we're younger, it's in the theta state, which is 100%, it accepts everything as is. So as we get older, our subconscious mind still runs 95% of us, but we have the 5% of our conscious thinking that we can use to either reject or accept. So it's super important to focus on the possibility because if we only think based on our past, then we're only going to repeat the same things that have happened in the past. So in order to go on to the next level, to accomplish the next goal, to be the next version of yourself, it's going to get uncomfortable, but in a good way, right? And it's because your your mind wants to keep you safe. Your subconscious mind, it's, it's created to keep you safe and it knows the predictability of like sticking to what you always um, stuck to before. But once you introduce something that's new, then what happens is it pulls up, oh, what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? And it goes into a state of fear. And then that, like in order for you to like just break through to the, to the, like it's like the heaven is on the other side, right? You just got to climb the mountain and you just got to face the fear And it's always like the breakdown comes before the breakthrough. So if you're ever feeling like pretty fearful of something, it's because you're up leveling. It's because you're introducing something that's new. And in order for you to feel safe, then you need to go through it. And then after you go through it and you get the benefit of it, then your brain will now have a new, uh, a new frame of reference, right? So now you'll know, okay, now I'm, I'm capable of doing this, right? Okay. So that was just a little chit chat focusing on possibilities. So, um, mindset for success. Okay. So I have the 13 questions here and, um, a lot of it in mindset is all about just looking at things a different way because a quote that I love by Wayne Dyer is, If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And this is part of quantum physics is the fact that like we live in a quantum world where depending on where we place our focus, we're going to get more of that. And Oprah talks about this a lot too, is like the more you're focusing on something, the more, the more it's expanding. So that's why asking yourselves these questions and getting super focused on what you want, you're now taking your focus, which could go in like a million different directions and you're focusing on the things that you want. So like what happens is once you focus on what you want and like in detail and specific specifically, then those things will come to you because the law of traction states that like, like attracts like. So when you're focusing on your, your goals and your vision for your future without any fear, well, I mean, fears are going to come up, but when you're just focused on it in a positive way and, and feeling hopeful and just knowing that as you're focusing on it, the universe is conspiring ways for you to match up with that. And we just have to go through a time shift in order for that to actually like physically show up in your reality. So perception is everything with mindset. And that's why um, I love it so much because it really, it's transformational work. Like it's, it's the key to everything is mindset. So the first question is, what's your definition of success? Because success is different for everybody, right? Like some people have more of like a materialistic success. Other people are more, um, into like relationships. Other people are more into the impact that they make. Um, other people are, how much can I give back? And then 
most of us have like a combination of all, all of those things. So really like look at your life and say, what does success look like to me? And for me to feel like I am successful, like what does that look like? And, and write it out in detail, give examples, give numbers, like even for like your finances, what is a successful amount of money for you to make for you to feel successful and write that down, like to the dollar. Um, if, a certain type of house, you know, makes you feel like you're successful or a certain amount of freedom, like a certain amount of vacations a year or certain amount of um, time allocated to spending time with your kids. Like all of these things, like get super specific, like write down the hours that you want to be able to, like, let's say you want to work four hours a day, like write that down. Like it, I would be, I would feel super successful when I'm working, you know, however many hours a day. And so get super, super, super specific. Okay. Question number two, what is your vision for three months down the road, six months down the road, 12 months down the road, five years down the road and 10 years down the road, because you're going to have these macro goals that are like bigger things, right? That your mind thinks, okay, it's going to take me a lot longer to get there. And then you're going to have your micro goals. So your micro goals are things that you, you believe is possible for you in like three to six months, um, or even, even less time, right? Um, they're the things that, um, they're just a little bit possibly more challenging than, um, something in the past. So really get specific, like have a chart and have down all of these time frames, and then next to it have what's your vision look like for those time frames? Like, what would you like? And allow yourself to dream, like allow yourself to, like I said at the beginning, focus on the possibility. Like if anything is possible, then write it down. Like, what does that look like for you? Okay. Question number three, where are you in your life? So looking at your, like referencing back to that chart that you just made, um, where are you in comparison to that? Thinking it, thinking of it like a GPS, right? Like if you typed in your, uh, your goal and the goal is the address that you type in the, in the GPS, where are you starting from? You know, like how many hours does it say to get there? How many days? Like what, um, what, when you, when you do like a bird's eye view of your life, and we'll talk about this more, like down the road, but when you look at a bird's eye view of your life, where are you right now? And then where is that goal? And then write that down. What are the shifts that you need to make in order to get to that goal? So get clear on, okay, so how you're being now compared to the person or that version of you that has that, that goal accomplished what is that shift that's different between the version of you that has your goal already completed and where you're at now? Like what, what are the different, um, what are the different thoughts that maybe you have in the future? What are the different, um, thing, what are the different habits that you're, that you're doing at that point? And as opposed to like right now, and just get really specific, like think of it from the view of your future self and then try to bridge the gap because the quicker you can figure that out and then you can decide, okay, I'm going to now introduce these qualities into my life right now. You're going to get there so much quicker. You're going to, you're going to collapse timelines and you're going to get there so, so, so much quicker. Question number four, are you currently living in victimhood or blaming anybody? So a huge huge thing for successful life in general is to really take responsibility for your life and deciding that you're worthy of that beautiful, amazing life. Like there is nobody more worthy than you for your dreams because like God selected that desire in you because you are the only person that can actually fulfill that. And there is people out there like if there's a service that you want to be able to contribute, if you want to be a coach or you want to be an influencer, you want to be a teacher, you want to create works and, and provide it to other people, like you are the only person that can do that. There's nobody 
who can do it like you can do it. And there, and there's actually people out there who are praying for you. Like they're praying to connect with, with you and your story because you're going to help them in their life. And like nobody else can help them in the way that you can help them. So it's so important to like take responsibility of your dreams and your desires and honor them because I mean, it's going to benefit your life, but also think about the ripple effect. Like think about all the people who are missing out on your gifts. If you don't follow through, if you don't take responsibility and say, yes, like I'm going to honor this dream of mine and I'm going to honor my desires. And even though people might be saying things about my desires or saying things about my dreams, like it's dumb or whatever, like that's, that's their story. That's their life. That's what they think is important. And like, you just need to honor, you need to honor yourself. Like you're so much more than what people are saying. You're so much more than like the stories that people are telling you or the thoughts that you're thinking about like am I good enough for this or um, how am I going to make this work like leave the how up to God leave the how up to the universe to work it out because it will work out it's just gonna first of all like take you to decide that you're worthy of that and like that you, you just are worthy of it you just are worthy of it and whatever you want it wants you like it's as simple as that so really moving from a state of like forgiveness because if there's people in your life right now or people in your past that have hurt you then it's time to just like forgive them because they were doing they were saying or they were doing the best that they could with what they knew right and the more that like the more that we hold on to this resentment and this blame of like well this person did this to me and and this is what happened then the more like it's just holding you back from from that freedom and from that like joy that you deserve like you don't deserve to be held back by anything and as much as it as it is to forgive sometimes because like everybody's been through stuff like I'm sure you have like you know things in your life that are horrible and should have never happened to you but at the same time like it's it's shaped you, right? And now you can take that story and you can like make something of it and you can turn it into something beautiful and you can, um, you can share it and help other people and be that inspiration because that is your unique gift. So forgive, forgive, forgive. So one thing, um, that's, that has really helped me. I really like, like, um, um, so Dr. Vitali. He talks a lot about forgiveness work. So something that's super quick, this is just a side note, um, is to use a ponopono, which is like a, a form of like forgiveness. So what you can do is like, if there's somebody that who's in your life that has hurt you in the past, then write down the names of the people who have hurt you in the past and even write your own name down because there's been so many times when I've hurt myself and like, Forgiving yourself is so empowering and so amazing. So write down the list of everybody that's hurt you in your past and then do a ponopono, which is basically saying, I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. And like writing that, like saying that over and over and over again, and you will feel this sense of like, like a release and this sense of like, now you can go on and you can forgive. So it's, I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. And just by these four phrases, saying them together, what happens is words have power, right? So the, the, the words, if you use them in any order, um, but those words, as you say them, like you'll just, it, it gives you back your power. Um, and it's, allowing yourself to take responsibility and forgive and then after that point like you'll just feel so much better so that's just a side note um okay question number five are you ready to take responsibility so based on what you want and the version of you that has that thing are you ready to to face that like if somebody gave that to you right now do you think you could handle it? Like, you know, um, 
So really think about that. And like, if somebody were to just like plop, here you go, here's your dream, or here's everything that you wrote down, um, and sit with that and feel the feelings of that and feel like what, what comes up for you? Are there some, um, are there some feelings of like, I'm not good enough for that or feelings of, um, embarrassment or feelings of guilt or feelings of shame or anything like that because if you're having any feelings like that like that's another thing that you can go and you can do forgiveness work on that because that is what will block you from receiving the thing so like just taking the time to really sit with yourself and sit with the feelings and be like am I really ready for this like am I fully is my mindset and my who I am, am I able to accept that? Okay, so where was I? Okay, question number six. Um, do you have any excuses and what are they? So it goes along with taking responsibility and um, excuses are something that once you like let go of the excuses and the, um, the limiting beliefs that you have around having something, it will come to you so much quicker because we live in a belief based world. So whatever we believe we're going to receive. So if you believe that you're unworthy of something, or if you believe you're not good enough for something, or if you believe that having money is bad, or you believe, um, that nobody's going to like you if you, um, follow your dreams or whatever it is, then that limitation and that belief is going to stop you from getting it because your subconscious mind wants you to be safe and it wants you to um, not be hurt. So if you think it's bad to have money or you think it's bad that other people have money, then what happens is now money is associated with these bad things and you're now blocking that from coming in. So it's super important to like look at our limiting beliefs and be like is this serving me like is me thinking this is this actually serving me and like allowing whatever is that I want in my life into my into my life so if you have a limiting belief which is question number seven what are your limiting beliefs if you have a limiting belief then you can reframe it so you can say a statement like this and this is a reframe statement even though, okay, and then write down your limitation. So you say, or you could write, even though, and then put your limitation. So like, even though I'm broke, let's say, I choose to rise above it. How can I accomplish, in brackets again, your goal? Anyway, so let's say you want to start, let's say you want to write a book. Um, but you don't have, um, you don't have the money to put into like the training or whatever that you need, that you think that you need. Right. So even though I don't have the money, I choose to rise above. How can I accomplish writing a book anyways? So now your brain is able to work for you and it's able to look at your circumstance and it's able to take the belief and it's able to find ways. So what'll happen is like, let's say the limiting belief is like the fact that there's no money or whatever. Um, then what can ha- what will happen is the second part, I choose to rise above. How can I accomplish blank? Anyways, now you're looking, it's going to find different ways where maybe either like you won't need the money for it. You'll get a scholarship for it. You'll find the money somewhere. Um, you will pick up like an extra job or something to like make the money. Um, or somebody will gift you the program to like write the book or something like the universe has so many options for you. But what happens is if we, if we don't reframe the way that we're thinking, we're not accessing that power and we're not accessing like the possibilities of all the ways that that can come to us. So let it go, like let go any limitation and just be like, this is just my belief right now. This can change because anything can happen and all the possibilities of how I can achieve my goal will happen as long as I can reframe the way that I see it. Right. 
Okay, question number eight. How can you reframe them? So turning your limiting belief into an empowering statement. So basically just what I said before with the reframing. Question number nine, is there a risk that you need to take in order to accomplish the goals that you have? So there might be something that you're feeling like intuitively pulled towards in order to get to your goal faster, but it scares you because maybe it requires like a certain amount of money or like a certain amount of time or a certain amount of commitment that you've never done before or like certain amount of exposure of like putting yourself out there. Right. Um, so if in order to collapse time, in order for you to achieve your goals quicker, you want to look at it and think, what's the risk and like dive into the risk. Like what's the worst thing that can happen? And even if you write down all the worst things that can happen, like you're still going to be okay. No matter what, you're still going to be okay because you've gone through so many things in your life. And once you are, once you're in it, then you're going to realize like, it's not that bad. Like, okay, worst case scenario, I'll lose some money or like, I will, uh, I might embarrass myself or, um, I might like look silly or whatever, but at the end of the day, like you'll always make more money. Like at the end of the day, the, like regretting not doing something as opposed to like looking silly or like, um, going through that uncomfortable learning curve, like and that's what, that's why like even 90 year old or hundred year old people are always looking back on their lives and they're like, I wish that I did this or I wish that I did that. And just looking at your life like that, like when you're 90 or a hundred or, you know, probably in our generation, it'll be like 120. Do you, like, you don't want to have regrets. You want to be like, I did everything I could. And even if you just take baby steps to get there, like at least you're trying and like, you need to be like so proud of yourself for like going out there and like showing what's possible and like showing your kids that like it's possible, right? Like it's okay to face your fears. It's okay to go after your dreams. Like it's safe because you're always going to be supported. Like God will support you in your dreams because he's the one who put the, who put them there. Right. Okay. Um, question number 11, what successful habits can you add to your life? So when you look at like your daily schedule, what are some successful habits that you could put in there that would really benefit you? And even if it's just like five minutes here, five minutes there, like especially as moms, we don't have very much time in the day. So it's even taking five minutes and like doing a gratitude checklist, like writing down all the things that you're grateful for in the morning, right? Or even just like talking out loud or listening to inspirational um, um, speeches or reading a page from your favorite book or like it doesn't even have to be anything like drastic, even if it's just like turning on a podcast when you're nursing your baby or like anything like that where you can incorporate those habits into your into your day, um, that's super easy that will have a a ripple effect. Like you'll notice the more that you're incorporating things like this, like mindset work and, um, listening to inspirational people. Um, and then in question number 12, I put who are the five people you hang out with most because whoever you're surrounding yourself with, like you are becoming, and you always want to hang out with people or like watch people online or read from people who have what you want and like are living the life that you want and who are doing the things you want to be doing and like who really push you to expand and like encourage you like choose the people that make you feel really good to hang out with more and like even on social media like get rid of people that like unfollow people that are not feeding you with positivity and with encouragement and with like helpful tips because that's your space. That's your sacred space. Even online, like your, your social media, it's all like, it's your safe place. And like surround that with like the most epic stuff imaginable. Okay. We're coming on the half an hour mark. So I want to keep going. Question number 13. 
what does the successful version of you do, think, say, or feel? And really embodying what the future version of you, who has the things, who's doing the doing the things, who's being the the you know the the way that you perceive to be successful um, physically. Um, so yeah, I think that's all the questions. I, I will go into like all these topics more in other episodes, but I wanted to keep this one just based on the 13 mindset shift questions. So if you're driving right now, obviously like (laughs) don't take notes or anything. Um, but if you want to replay this, then, um, yeah, just replay it and like write down the questions, take like an hour or two or three or just answer one a day and you're going to get so much more clear on your life and um, your purpose and what really matters to you and what you should be focusing on because the power of intention and the power of your mindset is everything. Like your life will change so much just by shifting your mindset and like just knowing that you're worthy of that life and you're capable of achieving your dreams. So beautifuls, thank you so, so, so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I love you so much. Make a decision today to answer these questions and honor your word because these are the successful traits of successful people. So make that decision for yourself today. Honor yourself today by taking time to really reflect on what you want in life because you're deserving of it and it's you are able to do that whatever it is that you want to do so I love you all so much and thank you for sticking around um yeah so I love you all so much until next time bye-bye Thank you so much for checking out this week's episode of the Mindset for Moms podcast. You can find me over at Instagram at Mindset for Moms. And if you found this episode helpful, I would love it if you share it with your friends and family. I love you all so much. Until next time, have a great week. Love you all. Bye-bye. Hello everybody! Welcome back to episode number six. Oh my gosh, like we're getting there. It's so exciting and it feels so good. Like I finally am starting to feel more in flow with this because the first couple episodes it's like really scary and nerve-wracking and now I'm starting to actually feel like okay, Um, ideas come to me and I think, oh, let's do a podcast episode about that. So this week's episode, I want to talk about the subconscious mind because I've been wanting to talk about this from the beginning, but um, other things kind of came up and it's super important, especially for your mindset, like any mindset work that you do, it's mainly about your perception in life because the way that you perceive things and your belief systems are what creates your reality. So in manifestation, That's why it's so important to do all the visualization and to really clear any limiting beliefs. And it all stems down to your subconscious mind. So I kind of like want to just give an overview of of the subconscious mind and why it's so powerful and how once you tap into your subconscious mind, like your whole life will change. And it's kind of like the big secret that um, we don't get taught. Um, as kids growing up about the power that we hold within our mind, um, about how we can use our subconscious to work for us and life can just flow and be easy. So basically the subconscious mind is the part of your mind that never stops. When you're sleeping, um, it's like 24 seven. Um, it's, it's, it's like learning everything and it's taking everything in. It cannot uh, remove anything. So basically when you're a young child, um, when you're first born, then you are in this 
theta state, which is basically like um, an open cup. And everything that you're experiencing, it's going into the cup. So as you grow up, whatever you're seeing, whatever you're hearing, whatever um, words are being said to you, or whatever you're your caregivers, the people that are around you, whatever they're modeling for you, like your subconscious mind is taking all of that and it's creating your program. So especially like if you go through um, a traumatic experience when you're a young child, then that experience um, will be carried throughout your lifetime. And so whenever, when you're older, you might experience something like a fear of something or, um, like a trauma in some way. And you can't figure out like, why am I doing this? Why am I sabotaging myself in this way? And it's because there's something that happened in your past and you're probably in your childhood, um, that has happened. And because your conscious mind cannot understand it, then that's just how, that's just how it works. So, um, that's why it's so important to like go back and really, um, uncover when the first time you experience something and that's in NLP. That's all about like time techniques, um, which I can talk about in a different episode, but basically like when you're a child, um, you're getting all this programming. And even when you're in the womb, like your last trimester in the womb, you are, you are consuming all of the information that your mother is experiencing. So there's been studies too, that show that pregnant moms, um, if they have a traumatic experience, experience, then um, the baby will actually be affected by that. So the mother's emotions in pregnancy is super important. What the mother listens to, the relationships that the mother has, um, because it's getting it's getting absorbed by the brain of their child. And there is a study done uh, by Bruce Lipton. Um, so he talks about in the biology of belief, which is an amazing book, and you can even... Um, you can just YouTube, um, pregnancy, um, Bruce Lipton and, um, the programming, uh, programming the baby's mind. And, uh, you'll see like there's, um, there's a video and it shows a fight between, um, like a mom and whoever else, maybe it's the husband or whatever. And it's a really like, it's an intense fight. And they did an ultrasound on the baby while this was happening. And they can see the baby like actually like jumping up and down and, and it, you can tell it's being like traumatized through this experience. So if you're pregnant, like really like take time to really like take care of yourself and set boundaries. If somebody's giving you a hard time, like it's okay to walk away. It's okay to say, you know what? Like, I don't want to get heated in this moment because I realize that this is really important. It's really important for me to stay happy and healthy and have a clear mind. So yeah, so 99% of your functioning is based upon your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind thinks in pictures, feelings, and sounds. So if you want to start to rewire um, a lot of your reality, then your your brain thinks in pictures. So if you're if you're wanting to experience something then if you close your eyes and you um, envision like receiving something that you really want or um, hearing like let's say you want to live in a new house for example then if when you close your eyes like really picture the house that you want to be in, in in detail and be present like feel like you're in the house feel like you're feeling the feelings of the gratitude of the, um, what it feels like to be in that house, like what, um, what sensations are coming up for you and sounds. So like, what are you hearing? What are you, um, like, do you hear the birds in the background or do you hear, um, somebody saying congratulations, right? Like it can work with so many things. So it's really important to really, um, use that to your advantage. So when you're going whatever you want, like even if you want, um, 
to get a raise at work. Just like close your eyes and picture like your boss coming up to you and like what are they saying to you when you get the raise, right? Or when you get the um, the new promotion. And what are the sounds that you're hearing? Are people like, oh, congratulations. What's the... Um, what are the feelings you're experiencing? Like, what are you seeing that's around you? And what happens is as you're doing this, then your subconscious mind is going to go to work to create that in your reality. So the conscious mind can only do so much. So only so much can happen by us putting our will and our effort into something. So it, it goes like even for working out, for example, um, like let's say um, somebody wants to lose 20 pounds and the conscious mind is saying, okay, well, if I go to the gym and um, I maybe like I eat a certain way or whatever, then that's only going to last so long because the conscious mind is only 0.006% of the power that you have. So if your identity, if your subconscious mind is saying, like I'm a 180 pound person and like, um, I've always been this way and this is who I am and I love to eat such and such foods and like, this is my identity, then that's your subconscious mind 99%. And so even the, um, the working out and the dieting, it's not going to stick because at at an identity level, that's not who you are. So it's super important to like, in order to change our outside world, like let's say for this person going to the gym, in order for them to actually like lose the weight and keep the weight off, which is super important, it has to be at an identity level. And the identity level is of a person who's healthy, of a person who loves working out or like at least like incorporating some sort of movement into their life. And that's just who they are. And they have high values over that, like the value of health and the value of um, staying fit and like eating those powerful foods is their identity. And what happens is there's the identity as at the top of the triangle. So you have your identity and then you have your beliefs um, and your values. And then from your beliefs are your thoughts that you think and then from your thoughts it's the actions you get and then from the actions it's the uh, results that come into your world so always by starting at the top of the triangle and fixing that or like working that working the identity like who do you have to be um, is working on the subconscious it's going in and it's saying okay um, on this, in the subconscious, I need to be this identity. So a one powerful way that you can really tap into your subconscious mind as an adult is right before you go off to sleep, like there's, so there's two times in the day, um, that you will automatically be in that receiving mode. So what happens is when we're drifting off to sleep, like that few couple minutes, that's right before you fall asleep, you're actually in that theta state. You're in the state that you were when you were seven years old. So you can use that time to, um, to do the visualizations and to basically program your subconscious mind to, um, be the person that you want to be or receive whatever it is that you want to receive. Um, so doing your visualizations and I, I can go into this like more in detail, um, in another, uh, episode, but using that time to say your affirmations, visualize yourself in the life that you want to live and feel those feelings. And Nivelle Goddard, um, he talks about this a lot, like going drifting off to sleep and like feeling the feelings because he's studied all the successful people like back a hundred years ago. And he noticed the huge, um, like how quickly people were able to transform their lives. And it's all through tapping into their subconscious powerhouse that they have within them. So using this time, but right before sleep, and also like right in the morning when you're first waking up, um, you're also in that state as well. So that's a great time. Like what I try to do, (laughs) if Emma doesn't wake me up, like right like if she's not my alarm, which normally she is, um, and I just slowly start to wake up and she's not fully woken up, then what I'll do is I'll play like a, 
a recording of affirmations and I'll do my visualizations um, and I'll really feel that. And um, it's not as powerful as the nighttime, but it's still like you still have that window of opportunity. Another way to, to get into the subconscious mind is through hypnosis. So not like, and the thing about hypnosis is like everyone pictures hypnosis as being, um, like stage hypnosis, right? And there's actually like many different types of hypnosis, but all hypnosis is, is getting you into that very calm state where you're able to tap into that theta state. So you're not really distracted by like all the chitter chatter. Um, and you're really able to take in the information. So, um, yeah, so you can listen to different like hypnosis sessions. So there's some on YouTube, like you can type in hypnosis for whatever, whatever you're interested in. Um, like even like gaining confidence or gaining self-esteem or, um, feeling more worthy. Like that's something that, um, I think is super powerful is really tapping into, um, how good enough you are and how powerful you are and how worthy you are. And just like fixing that programming that has been, um, implanted in childhood. Because if you were ever told by like a parent, that, um, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't brag or you shouldn't, um, don't speak your truth or, um, try to think of some other examples or you're not good enough or you didn't try hard at that or you're stupid or whatever. Like whatever people have said to you, um, when you were really young, even if you can't remember it, then that stuff that needs to be like healed. So through doing different hypnosis, Hip, um, like hypnotic um, reprogramming, then you can go back and, and fix a lot of those beliefs, which then will just like, it'll make you feel so free. Like it's so, so, so good. Um, okay. So, Ooh, I also wanted to talk about this. So your subconscious mind can't separate um, between what you think or what you say. So for example, like the words that we speak are, have so much power. And, um, so there's this book. Ooh. Okay. So Florence Shovel Shin. So it's like Florence S H O V. I think it's E L or L E. Um, and then S H I N N. So she has a book, um, and it's called, uh, your word is your wand. So you can get it like on audible or you can get the book. It's super thin, but she talks all about the power of words and how important the words that we speak are positive and align with whatever type of life we want to live because every single word that we speak and it goes to every single word that we think has so much power and our subconscious mind takes all of that and um, it it uses that. So it either uses it in a positive way or it uses it in a negative way. And even the thoughts and the words that other people say, like your subconscious mind cannot differentiate the what somebody else says as you not saying it. So if someone is around you, that's like a negative Nancy <laughs> and they're constantly complaining about things like calling themselves stupid or like just using those words that really are not helpful. Um, then your subconscious mind, you're going to like consume that. And it's almost going to be like you said it to yourself or that they said it to you. So that's why it's like super important to just like, even just like see who you're surrounding yourself with or who you're working with or who's in your close circle and just recognizing that all of the words that are being spoken, like you're consuming all of that. And if that's, if, if it's all positive and it's all like supporting you and, um, it's adding to your life or it's aligned with who you are, then it's perfect. And like, that's amazing. But if it's not, then it's okay to say like, okay, I'm going to like not spend as much time with this person. And it goes for like being online or, um, like people that you're working with or whatever, like, it's okay to like maybe redirect and like start hanging out with people who, um, their visions and their thoughts and their belief systems, like align with the things that you want. Um, 
because that is so powerful. And this goes to uh, show like your story matters and the power of storytelling is so impactful because as you share your story and as you go through your own journey in life um, and you share that and you share your the challenges and like how you overcame them and like all the positivity that that you discovered about yourself and like everything about your story, it can change lives. And it's because as you tell your story and as you like share these the wonderful gifts that you have and your words, like that the people that are listening to you are consuming all of that and their subconscious minds think that they went through that experience. That's why storytelling is so powerful. That's why like the books that we read are so powerful because it taps into the subconscious mind because it's it's speaking in um it's speaking words that like give us pictures in our mind and give us feelings and it it's so powerful. So like everything that we're reading and we're hearing from other people it's all taken so personally. So I just wanted to go over those couple things. I don't want to do like a super long episode, but I just wanted to kind of talk about the subconscious mind a little bit more and really um, show you how important it is to like really watch um, what's being programmed for you all around, like even everything in your environment is programming you. So really surrounding yourself with things that bring you happiness, people that make you happy, like, um, and, uh, just reading inspirational things, following people that make you feel good and who are supporting you in your journey. And especially like as moms, this, our healing is transformational. And as we heal ourselves, we are preparing our children for the best life possible. The words that we're speaking, the thoughts that we're thinking about ourselves dramatically um, influence our children's lives. So that's why this work to me is just so powerful and so beautiful and wonderful because as you honor yourself and you discover the power that you have, like it's generational, like it's going to trickle down to all the generations in your family. And if you come from a family who has, um, has hurt and has pain and has these, um, limiting beliefs and who is really down on themselves, like we can rise up together. We can go through this together and heal and, um, really shift our focus to creating what we want in life because it's possible. It really is possible. So yeah, so it's my birthday in two weeks. I'm going to be 30. It's so crazy. Um, But I really want, like I want the closure of my 20s to be all about like discovering myself and then the 30s being like owning who I am. So this podcast is all about like me owning who I am and I dare you to own yourself like own who you are own your gifts follow your passion like go after it and send me a dm anytime you want to chit chat I love it I love connecting with moms and like going through this journey together because yeah moms are so powerful and we I think we're coming to a time when we really are going to be supporting each other a lot more So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and yeah, I will chat to you later. Bye.